Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Soul CEO Podcast. This is episode 45. My name is Rachel Bacarek, and at Soul CEO, we are passionate about helping network marketers and entrepreneurs build a profitable business without losing their family, their friends, or their soul. And you guys, I say it every episode, but I'm so grateful for you guys for listening, for subscribing. Those that have left a five-star rating and a review, I'd like to highlight one of our subscribers here today. Emma Ruth said five stars. She says, hope. So good. We are giving hope to others. And I think, Emma, I think you're probably mentioning back a couple of podcasts ago talking about the fact that we are hope dealers. That was episode 22. So thank you so much for that short, brief review. And guys, it means so much to me because this is free. The more that you interact with the podcast, whether sharing it or just leaving a review, it helps get more exposure. So I appreciate it so much. Today is the beginning of a couple part series where I'm going to talk about the biggest mistakes I see that entrepreneurs, direct sellers are doing specifically in their branding. And if we go back to the beginning of this podcast, one of the first few episodes we talked about micro celebrity branding or becoming a micro celebrity. And it's this idea, just like in recap or in review, that in today's day and age in 2021, and probably for the foreseeable future, there is no greater opportunity than for anybody, anybody with any background to create their own tribe, their own following, their own, you know, their own little niche in the world, right? And, but I, I do, as I, I've, I've been watching this for so long, um, whether it be people that are in network marketing or people with a specific craft or hobby or expertise or mission in life, they can go out there and by becoming a teacher, by becoming a thought leader, they can create incredible influence. And by using that, they can further their mission, whether it be selling products, services, ideas, people in the, getting people into their business opportunity, or even driving like a nonprofit or a ministry. So becoming a micro celebrity is good. It should be the end goal for us. If we look back to the, uh, the article, the tech 1000, this was back in like 2008. They said you needed a thousand raving fans to make a million dollars a year. Well, let's break that down even further. You only need a hundred raving fans to make six figures per year online. Really like a hundred people that love, adore you, consume everything that you create, share what you create buy all of your books or ebooks or courses or join any of your businesses. And you could even take that even further. You only need about 10, about 10 raving fans and you can make $10,000 per year. How exciting is that? So that's like the general idea. So becoming a micro celebrity, if you're brand new into this notion of putting yourself out there and creating a personal brand, there is a shift that needs to happen. And there's a mistake that I see so many of my own leaders do, which came from a little bit of a coaching call this week and kind of prompted this podcast series. But I also see people outside of my business do over and over, whether it be in like private mentoring calls or coaching calls, um, it's distraction and it is procrastination and it's kind of analysis paralysis. But this is mistake number one is that you are too busy consuming content instead of creating it. Now, I don't believe that you should reject consumption. <laughs> like consuming is not bad, right? 
But we have to think of being intentionally consuming. So whether it be watching videos online, listening to podcasts, listening to audible books, um, taking courses, even just scrolling the news feed or the explore page, or whether it be on TikTok or Reels, there is active consumption. There's intentional consumption. There's creative consumption. There's critical consumption. And this means that you are aware. It's really being aware of what you are doing. Let's uh, take in, uh, in part of, let's say you're wanting to learn everything there is about an app or like social media, or you're wanting to become viral. Well, if you're wanting to become viral on something like Instagram or let's say TikTok, it would make sense to look at what pieces go viral, right? And I shared this with a coaching call earlier this week and I said, part of my day is, especially right now with Instagram Reels, is I actively and critically consume Reels. So I sit down in between calls or before bed or you know in the morning after my spiritual practices, and I'll spend, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes scrolling through. And part of it is entertainment, right? It's kind of like you're numbing out, dumbing out. But really in the sense of like, I'm really intentional. I'm looking for what is the music that's popular right now? What are the trends that are popular right now? What What is getting a lot of likes, a lot of interaction? And even just generally like on the news feed, what is happening in the news space? What are people talking about? Like in this last week, a lot of people were talking about um, the, uh, oh, what was it? The rap singer, hip hop singer, I think it's like little Nas or something. And he went out there and in conjunction, uh, with MSCHF, little Nas X created something called Seton shoes. And I, I know later, uh, in the week they ended up, you know, designing these shoes, Satan shoes. They actually contained a drop of real human blood. There's only 666 pairs and, I mean, it was just sick. It was complete, complete evil and nasty and partially why I hate Hollywood. But I wanted, I saw that information being shared and I wanted to jump on it and start a dialogue. And I did one little post. I ended up getting over 250 likes, 250 shares, hundreds of comments, uh, you know, thousands of interactions when you can, when you add in Instagram and, and Facebook combined. And so I saw a trending conversation and I jumped on it. That created visibility, right? So I am consuming stuff. I'm looking at stuff and thinking, hey, could I possibly get on this bandwagon to get more reach, to create more virality, and also to maybe share my point of views, my perspective, my values that could draw my my ideal audience closer into me? Um, I've shared many a times in the, in the past that doing this specifically about really trending conversations and jumping on them quickly has gained me a ton of new followers. Um, even in the last week, I ended up seeing there was a reel and it's a, it's a song by Imogen Heap. It's like, "Mm, what you say? I'm not going to sing what you say. I just, I don't know if you guys know that song by Imogen Heap. And it's a reel or a TikTok where you're kind of falling away in the first frame. And then in the next frame, you're kind of doing like a little leaning back dance because it all ended up okay. Like the sky was falling and then there was an epiphany or something was done. And now you're, you know, doing well or it all worked out for good or whatever. I saw that trend for a while. And a couple of weeks ago, I jumped on it and I made a very simple reel. 
And the funny thing was it actually had nothing super to do with my brand. I mean, a little bit because my brand is to Christian network marketers, faith-based network marketers. But I shared the story at, you know, the first frame, oh, the sky is falling. You know, what did you say? Right. Oh God. Ah, Sorry about that. Um, so in the first frame, I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I'm uh, divorced and worried that I'll never find my God-fearing soulmate. And then in the next frame where I'm doing my little dance and happy, I'm saying, and then I joined eHarmony. I was on there for five days. I got a message from my now husband, uh, five days on a social or on a dating app. What, what? I mean, oh my gosh, God is so good. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Five days on eHarmony and I got a message from Tony and we ended up dating for several months, getting engaged. And then four months later, eloping during COVID. That reel was popular from the get-go, but it was kind of just chilling there for about a week and then it went viral. And now it's at nearly a million views and I've gained over a thousand new followers from that reel. So I was actively, critically, and creatively consuming content. Like, okay, I see people doing this. How could I take this trend and then replicate it for my brand? Now, when we think about active, critical, creative consumption, like this is also really good for your creation because it bolsters your experience, um, your wisdom, your understanding of whatever topic it is. So let's say you're going to go and consume, let's say your niche is an equine or horses, and maybe you're a barrel racer, um, and you're, you have a product or a service that, you know, really works with horse owners or trainers or farriers or in that niche, right? That's your niche. If you're consuming books or audios or YouTube videos and you're learning all these things, that is stuff that you can now gleam and then share with your own voice, your own experience, not copying, not plagiarizing, right? I mean, we we don't want to do it line for line. I mean, you think about even back in the day when you were like learning how to draw. um, I was always really impressed by good artists. I love drawing. I love painting. It's a natural gift of mine. But in the beginning, when I first learned to draw, I would trace things. But when you're tracing something, it's not very, like, it's like, oh, congratulations, you just drew over a line, right, over a transparent piece of paper. Um, And then over time, then I would just copy something. So I would see, like, a, a, a barn or Mickey Mouse or something, and then I'd copy it. But it's never quite as impressive as when you see an artist's unique work, Even if they're necessarily copying from like a photograph they took or they're sitting in front of a sunset or a lake scene or a bowl of fruit, there's something that is special when it's inspired, right? So we don't want to create necessarily an exact replica of somebody's content, but you can learn from it. And even still this podcast, you guys have heard me say that a lot of my... um, you know, the, the stuff that I teach, it's not new. I mean, what's new isn't true and what's true isn't new. The stuff that I have gotten and that I'm sharing after 36 years and now 15 years in business in network marketing, it's the culmination of all of my mentors, good and bad, that they have taught me stuff. And then I put into practice, I've evaluated it with experience, and then I come share the wisdom with you guys. So I want you guys to set some awareness, 
right? Awareness of what are you doing every day online? Like if your goal is in 2021 to amass 10,000 followers on Instagram, to get that swipe up or to get that check mark or that verified rating, or maybe you're looking to gain um, 10,000 new followers on Facebook, or you're wanting to go viral on TikTok, or you want to you have your first million view you know, real or whatever it might be. Maybe you want to get 5,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel. Or like for me, I'd love a hundred thousand downloads on this podcast by the end of the year. I mean, that is truly a stretch goal for me. We just hit 10,000 and I'm like, let's go. Let's keep rolling with this. We've got to make sure that we are not just passive and consuming, that we're out there putting it out there and actually creating the content. There's a couple of trappings and kind of closing this that I feel like people get into. One, it's just the just not being aware, not being aware that where their time is going, not auditing how much screen time is going into other things, consuming content that isn't really growing you or inspiring you to go and curate and to create. So like it's actually just the ignorance of it. Like not being aware that okay, in order to move my brand forward, I've got to put stuff out there and I got to be on the cutting edge trends of what is, um, what the apps are, are promoting, um, kind of go off on a little bunny trail too on, on that ignorance is, is, is not bliss. It's deadly. <laughs> ignorance is deadly in business too. Like one of the trends right now beyond Instagram reels is, is Instagram, um, uh, cur- carousels, carousels. That's how you say it, carousels. So the carousels are when you do a post on your feed and then you swipe right over to like more information, another slide, another quote, another informational piece or whatever. And those are very, very viral. I think Instagram loves them. And I think people love sharing them because they're able to not just read this whole thing of text, but they can like quickly go through several slides and get the the point or the crux of the deal. So ignorance is deadly. You want to make sure that you are aware. You're aware of where your time is going. You're aware of what's best for the apps. You're aware that like, hey, I need to be super intentional every day. Like don't leave that app without creating something, you know, don't go one day without posting. Don't go one day. Maybe if going live is your thing, don't go one day without doing a video. Don't go one day without doing stories. Like if you want to move your brand forward, you've got to be aware of what is the most important thing with that, that platform. Okay. The second thing I think is that we still suffer with imposter syndrome and I deal with this battle it all the time. And there's a, there's a little voice in a lot of our heads that says, well, there's so many other experts out there. Well, there's so many other people teaching the subject that are better, brighter, smileier, better looking, more successful than you are, younger, prettier, whatever. And the truth is, that is true. There is always going to be somebody better than you, bigger than you, brighter than you, more successful than you, more attractive than you, bigger bank account than you, more of a stack, more experience. There always will, but they're not you. They're not you. And even in my industry, there's a lot of people in my tiny little niche that teach network marketing. But then I truly, you know, I was truly like humbled, I think, in in realizing like God has planted me here for a reason. He has planted you where you are at for a reason. And your experience in life, whether it be 30, 40, 50, 60 years on this planet, you have your own unique set of experiences that sets you apart very differently. You have a different lens, a different perspective, a different personality. And I'm telling you, I promise you, my little soul CEO, there are people out there that will resonate with you. 
and you don't need many, right? Going back 15 minutes ago, you don't need many. You need you know, maybe 10 or 20 to make a few thousand dollars a year. You might need like a hundred to pull in six figures. And if you can do more than that, I mean, holy moly, off to the races. But that imposter syndrome, we got to tackle that. Um, it's better to start imperfectly than wait for everything to be perfect for all of your branding and all of your logos and your perfect news feed or your feed on Instagram to be the complete aesthetic. Like, no, just start now. You know, start while you're bad. You've heard me say you got to be bad before you're good, good before you're great. You have to be great before you're world class. You've got to do the time right now and you've got to test and figure it out and you got to find your voice, whether that be through audio like a podcast, whether that be through written word in posts or articles or blogs, or whether it be through video, which is the number one way to really create an exceptional connection and rapport with people. So identifying that imposter syndrome and really slaying it. And here's the wonderful thing, um, bringing in quantum physics. We know by the law of inertia that an object in motion stays in motion. So getting started in not being just a consumer, but being a content creator or a curator, that once you get the ball rolling, you're going to start to develop habits. You're going to start to uh, almost create I would say even Dr. Carolyn Leaf would probably say that it's new neural pathways. And so in my brain, I don't have to like consciously think too much, too much to post. I do still think what to post. I think about what my audience and my perfect prospects wants to hear that will, that will identify, but I don't really have to think to post anymore, right? It becomes habitual. And I, I will tell you guys that I, I know that there's a lot of fears in creating because there's going to be haters. You're going to put yourself out there. And it's true. It is true, guys. The bigger that you are, the more, the, the bolder that you are, especially if you're someone of faith and you're going to lead with that as part of your core foundational principles and values, the world is going to come against you. But you could seriously be, and then what's the phrase, the juiciest, yummiest, most incredible peach on the planet, and there's still going to be people that don't like peaches. Don't let the peach haters prevent you from curating content because there is a section of the population that will die for your peaches. They're looking for your peaches. They're praying for your peaches. They're, they're just, they need you. To step out in faith without fear to put your message out there, to put your message out there. And so whether it be ignorance, whether you're not super aware, whether you still have the imposter syndrome, you're not being intentional, really think on these things and be like, why am I in procrastination? Why am I just a perpetual consumer? And at what point am I going to be bold and I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to just push through even when there's very little likes and very little views, I'm going to keep pushing through, keep pushing through because I know the big break is coming. I did a reel a couple of weeks ago and it was um, to the song, started from the bottom, now we're here, right? And uh, I did that because I love seeing Facebook memories because I can see my posts from 10, 11, 12 years ago. And guys, there was no likes, there was no comments, there was no interactions. Like 
it, I, I didn't, I didn't start with 300 plus thousand followers, right? You've got to start somewhere. And once you start paying that price of success, then you're going to see the results on the back end. So first of, of, of a couple of mistakes that I see people making in their branding or trying to build a following is getting stuck in passive consumption, numbing consumption, and not stepping out to be that thought leader, not putting yourself out there consistently, predictably. And if you are consuming, right, don't copy, get inspired by it and see who it is. Like, how could you put your own little, I don't know, flavor on it, right? Your own little, you know, extra vibe and, you know, speciality and all that sort of stuff. So I hope that this blesses you here today. Share this with your team and your leaders who are struggling say, you know what, just got to go do it. Rip the bandaid and start becoming a creator. I'll leave you with this quote. The one that makes the money is the one holding the marker. That is an old quote of network marketing back in the day of hotel meetings and, and you know, in-person meetings where they'd go in front of a whiteboard and draw sticks and circles. And it was always the top earner doing the presentation. Well, guys, in 2021, it's not about holding the marker. It's about doing the lives. It's about doing the posts. It's about building the tribe and the community and sharing your message, speaking online in whatever capacity that you choose to do it, written, audio, or video. So do not just consume, create, share this. I love you guys. I pray that God blesses you today as you abide in him this week and stay tuned for more tips on the next episode.